Welcome to 959. We're your hosts, Azan Seid and Surya Raman. And we're here to help our listeners derive maximum value in less than 10 minutes. This week we have the Huvu team with us. Welcome guys. Hi, I'm Yashoda. I am the CEO of Huvu. Uh, hi, I'm Ria Kalaturi. I'm the CTO. Thank you for having us, Surya. Thank you for uh, being on the show. Um I'm missing my co-host Azan. Um We're missing him too. <laughs> but luckily he was with us in the factory and listeners you will get to see that footage um later. So guys tell us about Huvu and how this all started. So it started about 2 years back. Uh and honestly when we were starting we were looking at um everything in the flower space, right? Uh, I want to do I mean both of us want to do something in the retail flower space and mm. um, you know doing research on that. But why particularly the flower space, sorry? So we actually come from a flower background. So our our parents started a rose farm the year I was born. Uh uh-huh. so we literally grew up on rose farms our entire life. Uh lived in Ethiopia and Kenya and Bangalore and uh, was involved in that. Both of us worked in our family business as well. and that's when we were like okay why don't we do something else within the flower space nice. and then the idea of huvu came actually we got inspired by our mom seeing her do her daily puja is when we got this idea okay nice um so guys before we get into it um you guys have shared a few facts with me which i want to share with our listeners mm-hmm. so um huvu uh, packaging keeps flowers that die in 2 to 3 days fresh for up to 15 days mm-hmm. wow that's like that's amazing Um your team is 90% um uh women. You have only 4% wastage when compared to the industry average of 40%. Y'all are sisters. Um you build all your tech in-house thanks to Ria. Um and you guys launched on Valentine's Day 2019. Ria knows 17 coding languages. Amazing. Um you guys designed the first ever packaging machine for fresh flowers in the world. Wow. and nobody else in the world has thought of creating a packaging machine for flowers not that we know of no wow and uh, yashoda is a bhagavad gita teacher listeners so um if you're feeling spiritual and you want to start classes definitely hit her up after this episode um and they've grown up on flower farms in india ethiopia and kenya wow that's a really interesting background mm-hmm. to say the least So how does it feel working together with your sister? Mm-hmm. I can take this one. Um I think you know from when we grew up if you asked us like if we're going to work together we would have said hell no. Mm-hmm. Uh just cuz we're so different as people like we never saw it happening but the mm-hmm. older we got the more we saw it as a huge plus mm-hmm. because we handle completely different aspects of the business. and at the same time we have this deep foundation of trust yeah. because we've seen each other for so long and because we approach things in such different ways it also gives us like this 360 degree view i think or as close to that as you can get um so it's been great i enjoyed a lot yeah it's it's a great support system right like mm-hmm. it's always nice to have a co-founder that you can rely on and here it's your sister you know yeah. you've had each other all along through life so it's great got it so basically it's the a team um and you guys feel like you gel well together because you're not stepping on each other's toes mm-hmm. um because you both have different backgrounds and are handling different parts of the business mm-hmm. yeah and actually one thing that i can say is that before we started we had a really frank conversation about all of the times that we worked together in the past yeah. like just as sisters and what worked and what didn't work and 
also the framework we wanted to have okay. to conflict resolution so you have a conflict resolution framework just in case things go bad exactly okay. so you know anytime we disagree on something we're like well <clears throat> let's run an experiment and see which one of us is closer to the truth and what does it cost us to get to the right answer right wow. that's how we think about it and uh it's been really helpful that's amazing a scientific approach <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah, we're all about the experimentation at Hulu, so it works out great every time we have a disagreement. I can see it. Um, I've been looking at Ria's stories, and I and I know that you guys have been experimenting a lot on uh, new products. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys why Pooja subscription flowers in particular, and I also know that like you guys were trying a lot of other things in the start. So how like why did you choose to pivot to only one particular thing? Mm-hmm. So the hypothesis when we started was that Pooja Flowers was a very interesting market, uh, but of course we wanted to test it out, right? So that's why we were doing everything. We would do events. Literally, Ria and I would like spend all night in a random place setting up for someone's event yeah. and like home decor subscriptions, all of those. Um, but as we did it for about six to eight months, what really became obvious was that the Pooja Flowers space was very scalable. and it was interesting for us too because nothing was really done there right when no. it comes to bouquet flowers you hear about a lot of brands you hear about companies doing things in the gifting space mm-hmm. um but this is such an everyday need um you know even if you don't personally use pooja flowers we see these flowers everywhere um but there is no real like consumer brand around it or no standardization of quality that no. was really exciting for us right getting into a space that was an everyday use case mm-hmm. never disrupted and could be scaled right that scalability was important to us and we were able to do that within this space mm-hmm. wow so yeah. have you stopped all the other stuff and you're only concentrating or do you still do um say like wedding event flowers or any of that other stuff or home subscription but for um yeah not for pooja no we stopped so we deal with the flowers um the traditional flowers the most common use case is pooja mm. so of course if people want to buy it for other use cases it's available mm. uh, but we don't do any of the the flowers that are not used for pooja like the long stemmed uh, flowers is what they usually okay. call it was a hard stop but we mm. had to do that pivot um and i think we learned a lot from taking that decision too right yeah. uh, especially when you're in that moment and you're like this is going to help me grow so i have to stop this like being on the same page communicating that to our team in the right way mm-hmm. and being like even if things don't work out like we have to take this decision now that mm-hmm. was a huge learning for us as founders so i know like a lot of this learning came from uh, your tech stars incubation so mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about tech stars what did you learn there and you know what have you learned which you applied to your business mm-hmm. um so tech stars was this amazing opportunity it kind of came like completely out of the blue uh, we applied to it on a whim um and actually So we went to a workshop on our pitch deck like a Stanford Angels workshop. Uh we made our pitch deck for it, whatever whatever. The next day we get this random call saying can you come down and pitch to Techstars wow. like right now. <laughs> like right can you yeah. come in half an hour. Wow. Um so then we drive down luckily we have this pitch deck ready and yeah. we do the pitch and in the room Ray who was the MD at the time says you know I'm really happy to have you guys on board if you're happy to be on board. Um wow. so I think it was an amazing journey that we went through. They have this huge emphasis on mentorship and giving back to the community. Um and we took a lot away from that, right? Because we were so into the operations and we were an operationally heavy business that time because we were doing all the last mile logistics. So we would be up at like 4 a.m., 5 a.m., you know, one driver got into a bike accident or one driver left it at A1 mm-hmm. instead of B1, all of that stuff. Yeah. and texas forced us to just step back okay. um especially that one year mark which is where we were yeah. at and say 
where do you want to go and what do you have to do differently to get there wow. um and gave us all these amazing resources to like have these wonderful conversations um i don't think we would be where we are today if we hadn't gone through textas at that time yeah absolutely so you guys basically decided to like take a step back mm-hmm. look at all your skus mm-hmm. pick one which was the most scalable and then concentrate on just that so we were doing puja flowers completely at that time when we mm-hmm. started textas but A, we were so lucky to have a team who could just kind of take over while we were in all of these mentorship workshops and all of that. Mm-hmm. But B, what it really helped us think about is that B to B pivot. Okay. So we were doing all of our own deliveries. We were running our own subscriptions. Um, but through Texas, we had this conversation. We were like, "Hey, we have this packaging that extends the shelf life for like fifteen, thirty days. What are we doing? Still doing our own deliveries? Like we should be doing it through vendors." uh and you know how to market that how to mm. communicate that to customers all of that kind so of so basically like um exiting last mile logistics and giving it to other players really helped you concentrate on just <laughs> packaging the flowers and scaling mm-hmm. up and more than just like exiting right uh, it helped us take a step back and say what are our strengths mm-hmm. and our strength was the product right and if the product is really good how do you get that product to customers in in the best way possible and and as many ways as possible yeah. and that would i mean we could keep doing our deliveries but you would only reach certain customers through our website and we still do website deliveries but mm-hmm. when we're available on different platforms like say a big basket or a fresh to home or others suddenly the product is very accessible so the customer like we what we realized is customers it's not like they wouldn't buy a product because they didn't like it they didn't mm. know where to get it or they okay. didn't have exposure to it right it. so when we were available on all these different platforms then they were they could at least try out mm-hmm. the product and see for themselves whether it worked like they were already ordering for example amazon fresh fresh to home daily and stuff mm-hmm. and so now uh huvu was just another thing they had to add to their baskets exactly mm-hmm. so it made it very convenient for them yeah Got and it. I think for us subscription was one distribution channel mm-hmm. but we were so married to it at that point until we stepped back and says it's just a distribution channel mm-hmm. and there are like 10 more available to us mm-hmm. and that's been kind of our vision for the past year and even this coming mm-hmm. up year how do we go pan india using as many of the appropriate distribution channels as mm-hmm. possible because now we have a killer product let's get it out there wow so how many cities are you in now So we're in Gurgaon, Noida, Hyderabad, of course Bangalore, Shimoga and Mangalore and recently launched in Coimbatore. Wow. So seven cities. Yeah. And uh last year this time how many cities were you in? Bangalore. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Guys, so that's what I call um hyper scaling. Um seven cities and you know six new cities in one year that's amazing. Um and so you know this was all during covid so how did covid affect your business and um you know what did you do to face those challenges mm-hmm. or um you know just deal with new circumstances mm-hmm. interestingly we grew the most during covid wow. um there was a huge spike in demand you know just given the situation people yeah. wanted a trusted brand and mm-hmm. um a lot of the markets and stuff that they were buying from before were no longer available okay. uh so we saw a huge demand coming in which was great um a huge learning for us was uh scaling to mm-hmm. kind of meet that demand uh because of course during covid um expanding your team is harder expanding your supply chain is harder mm-hmm. uh so that's where a lot of our effort went in right um and you know we were constantly catching up to the demand which was a great problem to have yeah. but um it allowed us to learn a lot more in terms of how do we want to scale which mm-hmm. is where the idea of the machine came in 
because right. we're like if we're constantly catching up to demand there's something that needs to be done here yeah. uh, we have to increase our capacity in a way that is again scalable uh, for mm-hmm. a longer period of time right so we took that step back i remember the festival season last year was yeah. crazy like july august september october and once that was done we're like okay time for us to take a step back focus okay. on what went well and how do we apply it so we're ready for the next so year. innovation internally rather than externally absolutely mm-hmm. yeah we're we're a big proponent of doing everything in house uh, because even even if that experiment doesn't work mm-hmm. um you know you learn a lot through it and then definitely you, yeah and um, that that learning never goes away you're like constantly building for mm-hmm. that if not like then you'd rather you'd use that learning in some other experiment absolutely, or something like yeah. that absolutely yeah and like even if you're like uh you know then going outside and like taking someone's help do it you know yeah. exactly what you want and you know where you fell short so it's easier to like work with a partner got it we were just uh telling someone this recently that if you call everything an experiment you never have to say you failed you can just mm-hmm. say i'm going to trial too oh uh, and i think that's what we do with everything like business model tech like marketing nice. whatever it's all experiments it's all experiments <laughs> this podcast is an experiment in your marketing <laughs> <laughs> like literally yeah. someone told me this actually during the techstars program one of the mentors he said a startup is just an experiment to building a long lasting business wow. and that was a great way to think about it it takes the pressure off it makes it more exciting yeah. and you're more flexible right you're adaptable to however things come along nice and um, so at the end of the day uh, yes you guys are a startup but you're also a social enterprise um and i know you're helping empower uh women workers and flower ladies so can you tell us a little bit about that and um like how are you helping them and for example uh during covid like when uh, these ladies couldn't go and deliver uh you know what were they doing and how are the ladies themselves coping with uh less work mm-hmm. yeah okay. <laughs> i can start and then riya can take over uh i mean we are in a predominantly uh women dominated industry which is super exciting for us yeah. um and you know like even when we think about farmers and everything we always think about men mm-hmm. but when you actually see most of the the workforce on farms uh, and of course the market ladies all of them are women it's just that they're not getting enough recognition as the drivers in the in this entire supply chain uh, so it was exciting for us to be in this space and honestly it was a huge strength like we wanted to work with the uh, with this women dominated um, team and all of that right uh, the biggest focus from rn has always been whoever we take in how do we help them upskill mm-hmm. uh, and how do we constantly adapt right uh, so that upskilling has always been a huge part like some of the ladies that joined us you know one of them was telling us that um, before she worked for us she had never taken a bus before she had never worked anywhere she had done like some gardening from her house and that's it so when she told her family she was going to get a job they were like how are you going to take the bus to work that was the biggest problem wow. for them because they're like you're you're not going to know how to make it yeah. now she's one of our like top sales ladies and she goes to all the different markets in bangalore and sells to the ladies in those markets wow by herself yeah by yeah. herself and you know she's like a very bold and like strong person and you got to be aggressive when you're a sales person right and she yeah. does all that and she's like two years back my family was like can you take a bus to work right yeah. uh so it, yeah. it, it's great to hear such stories we can talk about our ladies forever but i'll tell <laughs> one more story so we recently started selling in the local markets mm-hmm. uh and a part of that is using the app sharing locations and all cuz we want to make it scalable right mm-hmm. so it has to be tech enabled uh and so our ladies who were training to kind of go do these sales were like how do we do this i don't know how to use whatsapp blah 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 mm-hmm. um so we were like just go you have to do it you'll figure it out recently we were celebrating someone's birthday in the office i turned around and this meek lady like manju who's the soft spoken one in our office who was like i don't know how to use a phone yeah. all of that stuff 
she's like videotaping everything taking photos like asking people to pose and we were like what is this transformation yeah. she's so comfortable with the phone now yeah. um and i think that's been so exciting for us as mm-hmm. founders seeing our team grow and take up these new challenges cuz you know we can speak you know whatever we want mm-hmm. but they're the ones actually going out there and doing it mm-hmm. um and their belief in us like when we bully them and we're like just go try it mm-hmm. they actually go and try it yeah. right so they really are backbone so and you're all about empowering uh, your women in your company by upskilling them mm-hmm. and pushing them out of their comfort zone to try new things mm-hmm. um and your eventual goal is um to uh uh help all flower ladies around india by helping them sell a branded product am mm-hmm. i correct absolutely yeah, yeah like you know when we started i think i was telling you this before surya but like um when we started everyone would be like are you in competition with the local flower lady mm-hmm. and the answer was yes and no yes yeah. for the very short period when we were setting up the brand but mm-hmm. the longer term like plan was always this is a huge distribution network that's available and mm-hmm. they're selling flowers we're selling flowers mm-hmm. we just want to sell a better product to the end customer right and if we can do that through these ladies that's great i mean for them and us right it's not that we are losing out here it's a great you know opportunity that's available and hasn't been tapped into so why not right if we can provide them a better product we can provide them that support um we're helping them grow their business and in turn also growing ours which was so exciting for us so now like you know post the lockdown and everything when we started selling to these ladies i think that was like such an exciting turn for us because this is something that we've been waiting to build up to for the last 2 years yeah actually one of our mentors told us um you know there's so many people going after the kirana shop or going after the delivery boy mm-hmm. but who's going after that basket that the street vendor is selling mm-hmm. and if when we're tapping into these flower ladies that's the basket we're going after and that's huge real estate right like mm-hmm. in indian distribution channels that's one of the biggest one um so whether it's flowers or other fresh produce or other puja products i think you know that the sky's the limit when it comes to these ladies mm-hmm. and what they can do wow Thank you so much guys I've learned a lot from uh, the Huvu team and uh, thank you again for coming on our show um I heard Ria you have a little something for me Yes So these are our holy colors thank which we so made much. out of fresh flowers and so these guys, are fresh holy colors Yeah and this is their uh, subscription flowers <laughs> which you can order too um in the link below you'll see um all the places that you can order huvu fresh so thank you so much for joining us today listeners and thank you so much for joining us on 959 thank you so much surya thank you for having us